Dads and ladies, welcome to the Junior Classics. Hi there, I'm Sir Bradley Hassey, a teller of borrowed tales. Join me as I share stories of courage, adventure, and wonder. But don't take my word for it. You can find out for yourself on today's Junior Classic. Hi, go on, Oxenbine. Tell me what my beard is worth. Illustrious King, I will obey you. Heaven prosper you, King. I will have you no longer for my wife. Greetings, Junior Scholars. I am Sir Bradley Hesse, guardian of the written word and your guide through the Junior Classics. Our mission, as always, is to safeguard the classics and inspire children to a love of good reading and a real and lasting interest in Western literature and history. If this is your first time listening, thank you for joining us, and a very special thank you to my loyal listeners who tune in each and every episode, and especially my Patreon supporters who help keep the show going and growing. If you like what we are doing, creating stories for the good of your kids, consider supporting me on Patreon for five bucks a month. You can also write me a letter and send me an art project of your choice based on a story at P.O. Box 1153, Crown Point, Indiana, 46308. Today, we continue our series, Slavic Tales, with the story, The Maiden Who Was Wiser Than the King. But before we get to the story... Lost and found words! Listen carefully to these words and their meanings and try and spot them during the story. Our first word today is hovel with an H, hovel. A hovel is a small, dirty, and simply constructed dwelling. The poor man in our story lives in a miserable hovel. Our second word today is alms with an A, A A-L-M-S, alms. This is money or food given to the poor. The poor family in our story must beg for alms to survive. Our third word is hearken, hearken with an H. Hearken means to listen, to lend an ear, or to pay attention. The poor man in our story hearkened or paid attention to his wise daughter. Our fourth word is tow, T-O-W. And tow in this case means an untwisted bundle of fibers that comes from flax, hemp, or some other type of fabric like that. The toe is the long, fibrous part of the stalk that is too rough and stiff to use to make nice linen thread. So the wise maiden asks the king to stop the flow of the rivers by using a pound of this toe, this bundle of fibers. And our last word today is partake with a P. Partake means to eat or drink something. So next time you're having dinner and someone uh, offers you a, a dish, you can say, yes, I would like to partake. So that's all for this week's Lost and Found Words. Now on to the show. The Maiden Who Was Wiser Than the King by W.S. Karajik. There once lived a poor man in a miserable hovel who had no one with him save an only daughter. But she was very wise and went about everywhere seeking alms and taught her father also to speak in a becoming manner when he begged. It happened once 
that the poor man came to the king and asked for a gift. The king demanded whence he came and who had taught him to speak so well. The man said whence he came and that it was his daughter who had taught him. And who taught your daughter? asked the king. The poor man answered, God in our great poverty. Then the king gave him thirty eggs, saying, Take these eggs to your daughter, and tell her to hatch chickens out of them, and I will reward her handsomely. But if she cannot hatch them, it will go ill with you. The poor man went crying back to his hovel, and related to his daughter what had passed. The maiden saw at once that the eggs had been boiled, but she told her father to go to rest, and assured him that she would see that all went well. The father followed her advice and went to sleep. The maiden took a pot, filled it with water and beans, and set it on the fire. On the following morning, the beans being quite boiled, she told her father to take a plow and oxen and to plow along the road where the king would pass. And when you see the king, take the beans, sow them, and cry, Hi, go on, oxen mine. Heaven be with me, and make my boiled beans take root and grow. And when the king asks you how it is possible for boiled beans to grow, answer him that it is quite as possible as for boiled eggs to yield chickens. The poor man hearkened to his daughter, went away, and began to plow. When he saw the king coming, he began to cry, Hi, go on, oxen mine. God help me, and make my boiled beans take root and grow. The king, hearing these words, stopped on the road and said to the poor man, Here, fellow, how is it possible for boiled beans to grow? And the poor man answered him, Heaven prosper you, king, just as possible as for boiled eggs to yield chickens. The king guessed at once that it was the poor man's daughter who had taught him this answer. He ordered his servants to seize him and bring him into his presence. Then he gave him a bundle of flax and said to him, Take this flax and make out of it ropes and sails and all that is wanted on shipboard. If you do not, you shall lose your head. The poor man took the bundle in great fear and went crying home to his daughter, to whom he related all that had passed. But the maiden sent him again to rest with the promise that all should go well. On the following day, she took a small piece of wood awoke her father and said to him, Take this wood and carry it to the king. Let him cut a spinning wheel, a spindle, and a loom out of it, and I will do all that he demands of me. The poor man again followed the directions of his daughter. He went to the king and delivered the maiden's message. The king was astonished at hearing this and began to think what he should do next. At last, he took up a small cup and said as he gave it to the father, Take this cup to your daughter, and let her empty the sea with it, so that it shall become like a dry field. The poor man obeyed with tears in his eyes, and took the cup to his daughter with the king's message. But the maiden told him he need only leave the matter to the morning, when she would see to it. In the morning, she called her father, and gave him a pound of tow to take to the king, and bade him say, let the king stop up all the springs and river mouths of the earth with this toe, and then will I dry up the sea for him. And the poor man went and told this to the king. Now the king saw that this maiden was wiser than he was himself, 
and he ordered her to be brought before him. And when the father and daughter stood in his presence and bowed before him, he said to the daughter, Tell me, girl, what is it that a man hears the farthest? And the maiden answered, Great king, that which man hears the farthest is the thunder and a lie. Upon this, the king took hold of his beard and turning to his counselors, demanded of them, Tell me what my beard is worth. And when one valued it at so much and another at so much more, the maiden told them outright that they could not guess it. The king's beard is of as much worth as three rainy days in summertime. The king was astonished and exclaimed, The maiden has made the best answer. Then he asked her if she would be his wife, nor would he desist from pressing his suit until she agreed to it. The maiden bent before him and said, Glorious king, let it be as you will, but I beg of you to write on a piece of paper with your own hand that, should you ever be angry with me and should drive me forth from your palace, I shall be at liberty to take whatever I love dearest away with me. And the king agreed and wrote out the paper. After some time had passed away, it came in fact to pass. The king became one day so angry with his wife that he said to her, I will have you no longer for my wife. Leave my palace and go very well. Illustrious king, I will obey you. Permit me, however, to stay here over the night. Then in the morning I will go forth. The king granted her prayer, and the queen before supper mixed some brandy and some sweet herbs in the king's wine, and pressed him to partake of it, saying, Drink, O king, and be merry. Tomorrow we part, and believe me, I shall then be happier than when I married you. The king drank too much, and when he was fast asleep, the queen had him laid in a wagon ready prepared, and drove with him into a rocky cavern. And when the king awoke in the cavern, and saw where he was, he cried out, Who has brought me here? I have brought you here. Why have you done this? Have I not told you, you are no longer my wife? Then said she, as she drew forth a sheet of paper, It is true what you say, but see what you yourself have laid down on this sheet, that when I should leave you, I might take with me from your palace that which I loved best. When the king heard this, he kissed her and went back with her to the palace. I love it when these stories leave us with a happy ending. That wise maiden was wise and beauteous indeed. I think it'd be helpful if we walk through the story a little bit. We have a poor man who is begging for food, and he comes in contact with the king. The king then challenges him to make chickens hatch from boiled eggs. Is that possible, junior scholars? Of course not. The wise maiden then comes up with another impossible riddle of her own, and the maiden and king go back and forth, challenging each other with impossible tasks. The king takes a great liking to the wise maiden, especially after she compliments his beard, and the king expresses his wish to marry the maiden. At this point, the story gets very interesting, and the maiden agrees to marry the king only if he agrees that should he ever wish to leave her, he will let her leave with the thing she loves most. 
The wise maiden then tricks the king into drinking too much and falling asleep. And who does the maiden take with her? The thing she loves most in the world, the king, of course. In doing so, our wise and very good maiden proves her true love to the king. I bet the king felt pretty foolish after that, but even more appreciative of his good wife. This story reminded me of how wonderful it is to have a good wife. I want to share just a few things the Bible has to say about a good wife. We're told, he who finds a good wife finds a good thing and favor from the Lord. An excellent wife is the crown of her husband. An excellent wife who can find. She is far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not harm all the days of her life. Do you junior scholars think the wise maiden was a good wife? Write me a letter and let me know. Until next time, I am Sir Bradley Hassey. Be brave, be loyal, and speak the truth. Now for you parents out there, I want you to understand why we are doing this, what we are trying to achieve, and how you can help us. This is a rescue operation to preserve the classics and the wisdom within before it is lost forever. Our goal is to inspire children with a love of good reading by safeguarding and breathing new life into the greatest stories in history and empower you, the parents, with a resource you can trust to enrich your child's mind and spirit. We don't want these stories and the wisdom within to be forgotten so our children don't have to learn these lessons on their own. The most important thing you can do for us is to spread the message and tell others about these stories and what we are doing. If you want to donate, we would love that as well. My promise is that 100% of donations will go to building the impact and quality of the Junior Classics. If you have feedback and thoughts on how we can do things better, please send an email to Podcast at gmail.com. You're listening to the Junior Classics. <laughs> and now, some Slavic folk music from our friends at World and Fantasy Music. <laughs> 